This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to a very special episode of Paranormal Dads. I'm your co-host, Andy. I'm Eddie. I'm Pat. Please join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on the Paranormal Power Slam 2019 special. This was this was a fun one, and oh it was gosh. kind of a while in the making. And like like anything else you do out of fun with your buddies, uh, it, it snowballed into a whole entity, you yeah. know, in and of itself. Yeah. Paranormal Power Slam 2019. Should we catch people up to speed on what this actually is first? Let's fill some people in. Yeah. Let's do that. Well, we um, kind of piggybacked off the you know a lot of basketball fans or sports fans out there get really into the the brackets that you fill out for the March Madness you know basketball tournament. And, you know, the three of us put our heads together, which sometimes is dangerous. I know, right? Talk about a paranormal being, like a three-headed paranormal dad. That's right. <laughs> and we just thought, what, wouldn't it be fun to imagine what would happen if some of these creatures and monsters that we talk about actually rumbled, you yeah. know? And, and so then we thought about seeding, and we thought about brackets, and we thought about a tournament. And, yes. uh, you know, what would happen if uh, Bigfoot, you know, fought a chupacabra? What would happen if... Uh, the Loch Ness monster, you know, had to fight Lizard Man, and, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And we we threw these uh, matchups out on Facebook, and we let our le, let our fans vote on it, and it just grew into a whole thing. We had a good response too. Oh, a lot man. of people seemed really excited about this. We got some cool comments. And... Oh, people were sharing yeah. these things, and like people making comments, like every vote counts. And like, <laughs> like okay, settle down now, guys. This is <laughs> this is Bigfoot fighting a garden gnome here. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was uh, it was super fun, and uh, the fun thing is, I haven't seen anything like this either. So no, this is kind of a, I'm sure there's been you know derivatives or something like this, but this has been a fun uh, little experiment to match up really unlikely creatures too. That's that's been the fun part. Well, we had to pick like the top sixteen, you right. know, the cryptids, the top sixteen most well known creatures to give people a you know a chance of maybe hearing about them before, but. Um, you know, it's just for it's just for fun. Yeah. I, I was hoping it wouldn't set, come off as violent or morbid. You know, somebody <laughs> saying, "Why would Bigfoot ever want to hurt a chupacabra or vice Why would versa?" Why soccer punt a garden gnome? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I don't know why any of these any of these creatures would actually have beef with one another, but it's it's just fun. And in the first showdown, uh, you know, the first matchup, if you will, we had Bigfoot against a chupacabra. Paranormal Power Slam 2019. In our first matchup, straight from the Pacific Northwest, we have the king of the paranormal pack, the one and only Bigfoot. And the challenger, hailing from Puerto Rico and known throughout the Americas, the creature that treats sheep like his own personal Capri Sun juice box, the Chupacabra. First round. So the first round, the voting came in like a solid... 79% for Bigfoot and 21% for Chupacabra. I mean, it was not a close fight. No. In no. this one. 
Yeah. Well, Bigfoot's he's he's a heavy hitter. You're right. You know, and you know he's going to do well in this this uh, event for well, sure. And Chupacabra, you but Chupacabra is a, a well-known cryptid yeah. as well. Yeah. No. He's, so I, w- I was kind of surprised it was such a landslide on that one. Yeah. I think Bigfoot has the experience on his side. Bigfoot sightings have been around for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Chupacabra is a is a really young cryptid. You That's know, true. his claim to fame was in the what early nineties. Something like that, yeah. You know, a creature kind of like, I don't know, it's a hodgepodge of different features and stuff, but basically the size of a large raccoon. Yeah. You know, the goat sucker, you know, yeah. as they're known to allegedly sink their fangs into livestock and drain them of blood. But Ooh. he's a newer cryptid. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the, the experience of right. Bigfoot. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting Bigfoot to go through on this one. Yeah. He's a in C O T B new cryptid on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in tough. All I ever wanted was to drink your blood. And this is one of those rounds we actually had a a, a ride in. Somebody yes. wrote in. Sparky wrote in. I vote glow stick. <laughs> glow sticks. <laughs> this paranormal power slam just got crushed. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, but yeah, I think Bigfoot. You got to know he's going to move on to the second yeah, round. Yeah, he's definitely not going to get taken down in the first round. I think he kind of phoned it in. You know, when he showed up, he's <laughs> like, "I'm already through. It's a formality. I'm not going to tire myself out on this one. Let me let me punch this chupacabra and get it over with." Exactly. So it was a first round knockout, TKO. Done, done. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, on our second one, we had what was it? The giant versus the gnome. This was a controversial one. In match number two of Paranormal Power Slam 2019, we have Big versus Little, the monstrosity versus the minuscule. Does size really matter? You decide. Who would win in a squabble between a giant and a gnome? Both creatures have been reported in legend and lore for centuries, and now they come to battle. The second matchup was kind of controversial in a way. I remember some people were like, what? Why would you put a garden gnome up against a giant? But the results were even yeah. more shocking. More shocking. <laughs> like, and it was, once again, kind of a, maybe a little bit less of a landslide, but still pretty darn heavily weighted in the uh, garden gnome's favor. You got a garden gnome, 71%, versus the giant came in at 29%. Yeah. So the gnome won this the one. Dude, won. this was the upset of the first round, it in really my opinion. Was. The yep. David and Goliath. David right and there. Goliath. I'm thinking the garden gnome just hopped up and crawled inside that giant's ear and just went to town on his, like, balance. Like, <laughs> he was a carnivorous earwig. Exactly. <laughs> he wreaked havoc on his equilibrium. Exactly. Giant just falls down. He couldn't have been a smart giant. No. No. And when do you ever see just one gnome, though? There were probably multiple gnomes, and yeah. they just brought him down. He got ganged up. Kind of like Gulliver's Travels, exactly. you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like that WWE tag match where you're supposed to go one at a time, but they both... You know, you get hit with two chairs when yeah. the referee has his back right. turned. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Those gnomes ganged up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, some goat man threw a can in the ring, and the referee turned around, <laughs> and before he knew it, like, you know, 50 garden gnomes <laughs> jumped on a giant and, you know, pulled his big toenail back like the hood of a VW bug, and he's like, ah, <laughs> ouch. You have to admit, Eddie, you were excited about this one. Cause I you was. Have, you have a, a love for garden gnomes. I do. And gnomes now, in general. And now, Gnomes in general, uh, yeah. and now Pat is a welcome member. Well, of the- yeah, Eddie's inspired me, and so I've gone off. It's well documented now on Facebook yes. that I've gone off. I've, I've acquired two different uh, gnomes, one of them. 
uh, actually has Bigfoot carrying a few gnomes around with him. And there's one more I want to get. Yes. And it's it's a it's a gnome. He's kind of like doing a yoga pose, yes. kind of just sitting there with his legs crossed, his hands up, kind of doing the om. He's so good. Is he wearing the hat still, the pointy hat? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I told my wife I'd stop after that, <laughs> but I got to get that one more. And it's I like think. a two foot statue, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Not it's small. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just go in the backyard and and uh, they're fun to go out and and look at it. They're night. fun. <laughs> you want a happy home? I don't know. My niece was actually over at the house today, and, and she didn't like it at all. She's two years old, and she walks out back, and she kind of looked at it, studied it a little bit, and then she said, she just decided, Uncle Pat, that's scary. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in that, I've seen two versions of that, where there's one, and it's actually not uh, Bigfoot. It's like a, a Godzilla monster, and it's carrying off garden gnomes, and they're not having a good time. They're screaming. They're like, they're, they're yeah, but this one, they, this they, one's they, a little more chill. jovial. Yeah, he, yeah, he's kind of like giving one of them a piggyback ride, but the the gnome is actually falling backwards. So yeah. his legs are up on Bigfoot's shoulders, but he's falling backwards, yeah. and then he's got a couple under his arms. Yeah, and they look happy. They look like oh, they're having a ride. Right, it's Bigfoot days at the but, garden at the Garden Gnome Village. But yeah, we love yeah. the Garden Gnomes. I love them. So I was happy to see the results come through. I did, did. This was not tainted. We didn't vote in these, by the way. No, wait. I did. I did. I, did. I, I totally did. This. I can <laughs> picture, if possible, Eddie would have been clicking like a million votes no, no, there. No, 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 yeah. no. But you know what? I I I was kind of like I was putting the jinx on whoever I voted. Four. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody I voted for lost. Oh no! <laughs> Except for Bigfoot, I did vote for Bigfoot. Well, you have to always vote. For yeah, Bigfoot. always been. Is Rocky one of your favorite movies, Pat? Always going for the underdog. Yeah, I was always going for the underdog. And, and <laughs> well, in this case, the gnome was the garden gnome was the underdog. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. yeah, totally, totally pulled that one out. So there you go. <laughs> In our next Paranormal Power Slam 2019, we have the Ethereal versus the Extraterrestrial. Come see who wins when we have ghosts fight an alien. So in matchup number three, we had Alien versus Ghost. This one was a tricky one. (laughs) This one was a tricky one because you got uh, ungodly technology. Yes. You know, technology with aliens possibly beyond anything we experience here on Earth. But then you have Ghost, which... How are you supposed to even hurt them if you can't even touch them? Right. I mean... And this this is one I think the seatings were a little messed up. We we didn't probably consider the seatings as much as we should have because you got two of the two of the big ones right there, and they're going head-to-head in the first round. Right out of the gate. So, you yeah. know, one of them's going to lose. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was actually kind of, again, surprised yeah. at, at I, the ghost ran away with it pretty Good, didn't he? What was it? Oh, well, it was yeah, six. 63 to 37. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, this, again, wasn't a very close match. Well, and like Andy said, like, you know, when the ghost just possesses your fist and <laughs> makes you start hitting yourself. Like, like Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's not even a, a contest at that point. But I agree. Technology above anything. Yeah. So it, it also makes me wonder, are our listeners more interested in, in the spirit? world versus the thought of of et's you know yeah so um but i've i've personally i've been kind of in a in a big ufo kick lately i've been i've been watching project blue book on history channel yes and so i've been reading up on ufos and stuff quite a bit and so uh, i was actually really surprised at this matchup though 
When you're pretty jacked, you're pretty pumped up about the new season of Ancient Aliens that just came out, right, Eddie? Ancient Aliens, season 12. Season 12. Get on it. Who would have ever thought that it would make it 12 seasons? Season 12. But uh, I don't know. So Ghost made it through to the next round, and, and I think it's fitting because, you know, our podcast is called Paranormal Dads, and most people, when you say paranormal, the very first thing they think of is ghosts. Mm-hmm. We true. just take it to the next level by incorporating mysterious places and monsters and urban myths and all that other stuff on if top of weird, it. If it's weird, we're talking about it. If it's weird, we're talking about it. Yep. So ghosts are through. In our next round, known to inhibit the mountains of Asia, stands six feet tall, also known as the abominable snowman. Let it go for the Yeti. And from Fresno, California, appearing on multiple trail cams and can be found in Native American wood carvings, creeping their way into your hearts, it's Nightcrawler. So in the fourth match, we had Yeti versus Nightcrawler. And this one really wasn't much of a surprise either. Uh, Yeti runs away with it 69% to 31% from the Fresno Nightcrawler. The Fresno Nightcrawler, though, is is really kind of a creepy video. If you've never seen it before, we kind of showed it when we were at Old Comic Con. Last year. And um, it's it's just this very strange-looking being. Yeah. uh, (laughs) <laughs> it kind of looks like its entire body are legs. It's, legs. It, it just looks like a pair yeah. of hammer pants, like Eddie it's says. A pair of possessed <laughs> hammer pants with a head on top. But, I mean, uh, but yeah. So, 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 somebody, uh, Ben, made the comment obviously the Yeti wins. Nightcrawlers don't even exist. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, ben, uh, ben, ben, ben was down on the Nightcrawler, but. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, what's, I, I, what's I, I it going to do? Punch the Yeti? It doesn't have arms. <laughs> exactly. It's all kicking. It's all it's, crane it's kicks. All, yeah, crane <laughs> kicks. All day. He's a karate kid. That can end a match, though. <laughs> if, Johnny if, knows. <laughs> if he's got a good roundhouse, you know, he might be able to hang in there a little bit. But but Yeti was able to pull this one out. If it didn't well. scare the Yeti away, though, because if you just watch the video of those things walking around, it gives you the boogity boogities instantly. Because yeah. it's just like just watching the move. It's, it's just like, so bizarre. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I think as in as it happens in sports, sometimes weather and climate can affect the matchup a little bit. And I'm thinking that oh, might yeah. have been a case here because Yeti hails from very cold regions. That's true. Nightcrawler hails from Fresno, California. Right. Fresno. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I don't know whose turf this was on, but I, if it was in California, I bet the Yeti just sweep the leg, got the match over with quickly and before he started sweating. You <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? <laughs> Yeti is also used to fighting at altitude That's as well true. and He's so if right. they were up in in the uh, the mountains nightcrawler didn't stand got a chance that cardio that game one. going He's like, dude i could do this all day <laughs> i think nightcrawler was just happy to be included in the top 16 <laughs> it was his first time yeah. you know it's like the first time you qualify for the olympics yeah. i don't care if i win i'm just happy I'm to be just happy to be here give him a blue participation <laughs> ribbon we need uh any of our artist listeners, but do a please do a little small quick sketch of a Fresno Nightcrawler just leaning into a mic saying, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Release the Kraken! For match number five of Paranormal Power Slam 2019, we have an aquatic showdown of epic proportions. Measuring roughly the size of a city bus, Megalodon could have eaten Jaws for breakfast. They're said to have gone extinct nearly three million years ago, but some wonder if these sharks still exist somewhere in the deep blue sea. 
Our other contender has haunted the dreams of sailors for generations, and legend suggests the Kraken, or giant squid, can sink ships with its gargantuan tentacles. Okay, the next matchup, we have the Megalodon, which is insane, just a gigantic shark, right? versus the Kraken. And once again, I mean, this is the one interesting thing about these matchups. We, we've had very few that were super close. Yeah. You know, this was this was still pretty heavily weighted towards the Kraken. And I, this is one of those ones where I voted for Meg. I yeah. thought Meg would do a lot better in yeah. this. Well, yeah. Kraken won 69 votes to 31, 69% to 31%. This one surprised me. Yeah. Megalodon. I mean, especially because the Meg, the movie, yeah. the Meg right. just came out. I thought yeah. people would ride that bus. Pun intended, because the shark's <laughs> the size of a bus. Yeah. This one surprised me, but I don't know. Uh, maybe Kraken's just too big, too many tentacles. I mean, the Kraken's, like you said, the the myth or the story is that this thing could pick up ships and break them in half. I mean, a ship right. is bigger than a bus. Yeah, true. And if the ship is some no match for a Kraken size-wise, now granted, the Megalodon's going to be much more nimble, I think. Yeah, right. I thought the speed now, thing would be in the Meg's favor. Wasn't there a Kraken in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean yes. movies? It was in or one of, or one of the movies, one. yeah. Was it? And Thanks. so I wonder if there are some of the, the yeah. fans of that genre that that were yes. pulling for the Kraken to, oh, man. to see him come out know. on top, yeah. or I, or a Clash of the Titans, because that's that the Kraken's in there too. That's what I was thinking of, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, okay. yeah and it's huge. That's it's a huge so beast big. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, I figured the Megalodon would be snacking on calamari in that matchup, but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. I, I liked your comment on here, Andy, where you said, would that be served with eel sauce or soy sauce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And once again, these proportions are insane that we're talking about. I mean, yeah. you know, but the Meg, like we know for a fact, was a real thing. There's no debate on that, right? Like, yeah. They I found, mean, they, they've found teeth from, yeah, from these things. Yeah. I think they've even found partial skeletons. Like, they actually existed, and the, the mouth of a megalodon shark was big enough that, I mean, you, you could walk and stand inside of one and not reach the top. I mean, some of these were like eight feet wide. Wow. You know? Uh, but also, the, the kraken has actually been proved to be a real creature in recent years. I think somewhere off the coast of Japan. Just a few years ago, they they pulled one in. Pulled one in off uh, a fishing boat or something. It was on it? a yeah. I think it was almost by accident that they got it, but it was it was insane. I I, I don't want to the giant squid. The giant squid. Yeah, yeah. And it was I don't know what was it sixty foot tentacles or something like that. It yeah. was massive. It's insane. Yeah. Jeez. The eye. They said I think they said the eye on it was bigger than a dinner platter. Yeah. Like just the eyeball alone was as big as like a. <laughs> Party Imagine man. pulling that thing up on the boat and having this big old eyeball staring at you. That that's would, when I just pee my so pants. so weird. I just pee my pants and I die. <laughs> Jumping, I jump in the ocean. Take me, take me Poseidon. <laughs> in our next matchup, we have two heavyweight contenders. Champ, a.k.a. America's Loch Ness Monster, is said to inhabit Lake Champlain. Champ is allegedly a 20-foot serpent who has been spotted over 300 times dating back to 1609. His hobbies include swimming the breaststroke and listening to Queen's We Are the Champions. Our other contender hails from South Carolina. Standing seven feet tall with scaly skin and a mean disposition, we have Lizard Man. His hobbies include terrorizing residents of Lee County and destroying public property. A string of sightings in the summer of 1988 propelled Lizard Man into the paranormal spotlight, and he's been planning a comeback tour ever since. 
So in the next matchup, we had Champ, uh, the Lake Champlain monster, against Lizard Man. So both kind of aquatic creatures here. This was uh, by far the closest uh, showdown of the first round. And, and Champ, they go back and forth, too. Yeah, it did go back and forth, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. As you watch the voting, it was, it was we go 52-48, 48-52. 48, and in the end, Champ pulled 50, through. 50. Any amphibian's game in this one. It was, it was, <laughs> Champ pulled through with 52% of the vote, so they almost needed a recount there. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. that's true. Champ pulled through, beat Lizard Man. Um, I don't know. What's your, what's your thoughts on this, boys? I mean, I think if you're talking about, like, once again, like you said, it depends on where it's at. I mean, Champ is not is a purely sea or you know water-dwelling dwe- creature. Yeah. So Lizard Man's got to go where Champ is. So Lizard Man, it sounds like for the most part, might be – semi-aquatic but mm. likes to kind of walk around on land hence the man part yeah but i'm thinking lizard man has to jump in the water to go after uh champ and already is at a disadvantage and probably size alone at this point like where do i even start like yeah. what, do I, <laughs> what do i punch on this thing and the lizard man's probably used to more like boggy marshes and and soggy you know uh lagoons and in creeks, he probably just, <laughs> i bet he tried to cheat he probably threw like a handful of mud at champ trying to blind it or exactly. something exactly these, yeah. are, these are two very regional, uh, specific creatures, too. You, you know, Champ, obviously, is in Lake Champlain. And uh, Lizardman is known to be in South Carolina. Yeah. It's not like you have Lizardmen running around the country. You right. Know, people, they're from a very specific geographic area. And so people who are familiar with those areas probably lean to- more towards one and the other. That's so, true. Too. So, you know, maybe, you know, since we're in Nebraska, maybe more people are are familiar with Michigan yeah, than, yeah. you know, it's it's the Big Ten thing <laughs> versus <laughs> South Carolina. It's in his name, too. He's the champ. He's the champ. champ. You know, the thing is, too, Lizard Man, he probably is only really good about fighting, like, you know, he's only good at fighting, uh, like, uh, pickup trucks and cars. <laughs> right. I remember our, he's known uh, yeah. for chewing cars in half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, where's the headlights on this thing? <laughs> it's champ. It's not a car, Lizard Man. <laughs> he needs Where are the a, tires? <laughs> he needs a good dentist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But, so, yeah, it's, uh, what a great close match. It was a close one. Champ pulled through. Coming up next, he's been known to cause supernatural events when he appears. From Point Pleasant, West Virginia, look up in the sky. It's the Mothman. And the contender, he's spry. He's a flying biped with hooves. Known to emit high-pitched, blood-curling screams. The legendary creature from southern New Jersey, Jersey Devil. Okay, getting down towards the end here, the first round, we've got Mothman versus the Jersey Devil. So, um... This is one I think I I voted. What did I go? I I think I went. I think I went Mothman on this one. Um, I did too. I'm just telling you, being honest. But I also like you just said, Andy. Like you hinted at, if I had witnessed this fight in real life, <laughs> yeah, I'd run back to church right <laughs> away. <laughs> I think these are the two scariest cryptids yes. of the first round. Uh, Mothman, you know, bat-like creature. Uh, 
terrorized Point Pleasant, West Virginia, back in the day. And Jersey Devil doesn't move quite as fast, but that's you know we a couple episodes back we talked about Jersey Devil. That's a creepy creature. Yeah, I mean the ability to walk over roofs and leave you know yeah. ro- and leave footprints in the snow, steaming and, footprints. Yeah, <laughs> bat wings on that thing too. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. But on the other hand, you almost think of Jersey Devil. He's like the cryptid equivalent of a duckbill platypus. Like he's just, he's spare parts stitched together. <laughs> exactly. You know, the head of a horse, wings of a bat, the hooves of a donkey. A I don't donkey mean, or, he, you yeah, know, ho- hooves. The claws yeah. of a T-Rex. He has short little arms. He's, and, a, he's a trail mix. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, think, I'm picturing him going in the fight like, please kill me, please, just kill me. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. Mothman took care of business because he did get beat. Obliged, because yeah, he's uh, he got stomped on this one. So yeah, sixty-eight Moth- to thirty-two. Yep, sixty-eight percent of the votes for Mothman. Uh, I'm not sure if I was entirely surprised by this. You know, it's kind of interesting to see how the votes would go, but um, especially with the recent movies and TV shows and stuff, you hear a lot more about Mothman than you do the Jersey Devil. And you said specifically, this is super regional. So if yeah. we had gone to New Jersey and held yeah. this poll, yeah. it would have been the other way around. If, if we were talking to a lot of hockey fans. Oh, that's might, right. We would have gotten might... beaten up for even mentioning Mothman. <laughs> like, How does he work? Oh, no. Mothman, go back to West Virginia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Our next match is a surf and turf showdown. In the black corner, we have the werewolf. He's kind of like your pet Pomeranian, except that he's seven feet tall and doesn't pee on the couch while you're gone at work. And in the blue corner, we have a contender known as the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie is a perennial powerhouse when it comes to mysterious beasts, and she's already been spotted several times in 2019. Ow! Cookie crisp. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was going to be an actual... No, this the next Loch Ness- matchup was Werewolf versus Loch Ness Monster. This reminds me of what I did yesterday at uh, the Minicon. Uh, someone had done a custom little art print for me of a little cute cartoon version of Teen Wolf, one of my oh. favorite 80s. Michael J. Fox. Yes, movies. So yeah. anyway, sorry. Dude could dunk a basketball. I know, right? <laughs> and his high school mascot with the beavers. <laughs> it was just so silly. It was awesome. Anyway. Well, in this matchup, the Werewolf went through uh, 69 to 31, so... Um, pretty solid win there. And uh, were you guys surprised at this one? I was surprised at this one, not so much because the werewolf is not a ferocious, ferocious, sorry, ferocious. I'm so tired. Voracious? <laughs> voracious, ferocious, <laughs> killing machine. But uh, but more like the he would have to fight the Loch Ness Monster in the water. Again, kind of like the, the whole champ versus lizard man thing. So I was thinking like, you know, wet dog. <laughs> trying to fight a gigantic, you know, prehistoric creature. How's that going to play out? So but. the werewolf got wet, smelled terrible. <laughs> yeah. Loch Ness Monster rolled over and gave up. Probably put it in a big chokehold. Cho- yeah. Chokehold. There you go. Huh? He's got that big neck, and so you big can neck. just wrap around that and just hang on. Work it life. all day long. Kind of Princess Leia on Jabba the Hutt kind of a thing. Exactly. <laughs> just start yanking the chain. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. This one was a pretty big runaway for the werewolf yeah it was was, what 69 to 31 yep and Loch Ness Monster that's a big name right there it's a big thing yeah Yeah, we had a we had a favorite sink you know quite literally here I bet Twilight fans are happy though the werewolf oh yeah right you know it's all fun and games though but as we've discussed and as we've heard 
you know, firsthand accounts, there's there are there's some legit werewolf sightings around the country, like no joke. Yeah. Six foot tall, on two feet, pointed ears, snout, teeth, claws, the whole nine yards. So I From people who have nothing to gain from this no. and have right. a lot to lose, frankly. And the in, one of the interesting things is one of the hottest states for sightings is nearby in Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's it's a lot that's of werewolf supposed sightings. to be one of the, the biggest I think it's places, one. yeah, where they they have werewolf sightings. So, I think we've talked about that before. You know, we kind of make Packer jokes and say, "Well, they, you know, they had too much to drink on game days." But, yeah, but, uh, that's pretty creepy. That, uh, or, you know, want... they they do have a lot of livestock and things like that. You know, cows and whatnot. Yeah. up in Wisconsin. So maybe werewolves maybe they're are feeding a, off them. They're, they're a connoisseur of cheeses. You know, fine cheeses. <laughs> yeah, and good beer. Yeah, right. I do wonder though, like as far as like the archetypes of these two creatures. I mean, Loch Ness. The the story goes back a long time, right? I mean, this oh, is yeah. not just a modern myth. Sixteen no. hundreds, maybe. Yeah, yeah. something and, like that. And how long have werewolves been in the human epoch? Like how long? I mean, same. I mean, it, it's got to be quite a while as well. Yeah, you know, they've been in the movies forever. Yeah, you know. But I mean, even pre like old European folk tales involved like big bad wolves that right. weren't that weren't just yeah. like wolves. There was something extra about them. You yeah. Know? So I, I just so two very old, crusty, ancient myths going at it right now, yeah. <laughs> killing each other on our podcast. They're, they're veterans. They've been around for a while. They're, you know, they're battle hardened. Yeah, they'd be yeah. they'd be the team captain if this were if this were a team sport. But yeah. yeah. Loch Ness Monster sank, werewolf goes through to the next round, and we'll get paired up with a Mothman as slam, the brackets are falling. Slam dunk for the werewolves. <laughs> Last round, the gnome pulled through with a major upset, defeating the giant. Can he do it again this round against Bigfoot? Who would win in a battle of these two creatures? Would the cunning agility of a gnome be enough to defeat the size and strength of a squatch? So now we're in the next level of our bracket now, right? This is round two. Uh, round say. two. And then there were eight. Second round action. And then there were eight. We get the matchup, the highly unlikely matchup, probably just as unlikely as the Giants versus the Gnomes. Yeah. Now we have the heavy hitter Bigfoot versus the Garden Gnomes. And, you know, possibly the same strategy didn't work this time around for these guys. And as a, you know... A, a self-described Bigfoot aficionado, yes. such as myself. Yes. I was a little worried going into this. Yeah. Because I saw what the gnomes did to the giants, and I'm like, oh, man, I hope Bigfoot <laughs> makes it through. Or gnomes around. can't catch a break. Everyone they're fighting is like <laughs> ten times as big as them. I know, right? they got a, they got a lot working against them here. And see, you are doubly conflicted because you're a Bigfoot fan for but, years, yeah, but, but you're also a newly... You've, you've turned me on to gnomes. You're a gnome so, boy, yeah. as I call them now. <laughs> Not a homeboy. Not a homeboy, a gnome boy. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, I mean, 61% for Bigfoot to 39% garden gnomes. And, uh, you know, they probably just tried the same strategy that worked on the Giant. I mean, it makes sense if you're doing it, but Bigfoot, a little more crafty than what they planned on. Yeah, maybe he did his homework for this one. And, I mean, you have the statue that proves it. He's walking around carrying them yeah. under his arms like <laughs> right. a couple of watermelons. He's like, <laughs> so Bigfoot got two wins in a row. And, easily. And it, easily, again, yeah. in advance yeah. to the Coast next right round. right through. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that one kind of, I wouldn't say it surprised me, but, you know, after the Gnomes defeated the Giants, I was kind of rooting for the underdog. You got the Rocky yeah. story. You yeah. got to you know, root for the small country in the Olympics kind of feeling, and it just just didn't happen for him this time. Couldn't pull it through. They had, they had big dreams inside of a little body, and 
You know, but they'll be back if we ever do this tournament again. No Bigfoot's doubt. Bigfoot's a you regular gnome wrecker. <laughs> As the paranormal power slam continues, we have one of the most bonkers face-offs in all of recorded history. A showdown that you'll only see on Paranormal Dads. We have a ghost squaring up against the Yeti. Yeti. This was a close one, too. Another close one. The ghost versus the Yeti. So two very big players in the paranormal world. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who I voted for. I think I went ghost on this one. Um, Once but, again. Uh, you know, how, how are you going to punch a ghost? You can't punch a ghost. <laughs> well, one's kind of translucent-ish white and one's white and furry. <laughs> right. And they can scratch you. Yeah. Which is off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Yeti goes down in a very close match. 45% Yeti, 55% Ghost. Uh, the Ghost moves on to face Bigfoot in the next round. But um, this this is a, another one, you know, we were talking about the seedings. And, you know, it, I think the Ghost probably should have been in a different bracket, kind of separated. And yeah. I'm thinking I'd like to see Ghost sasquatch towards the end because those are probably the two biggest players we have in the, in this this competition right i think right well, and but, but i thought alien would do well and alien went out in the very first round. yeah this yeah. is true so, too but i do wonder because yeti i mean he didn't he was no slouch in this matchup i mean 45 percent for him he, he did i yeah i mean you say that and I am kind of surprised he did as well as he did. I'm wondering if, you know, he's an ancient creature as well. I wonder if he's learned a little bit of basic kind of shaman magic and he was able to <laughs> able to channel the ghost into like a physical object, like a doll, and just start beating it up, like slamming it on a rock. <laughs> Take that, <laughs> doll. <laughs> Worked against him, though. Well, I'm thinking the, the Yeti probably had to travel a long ways to get here for this matchup. Maybe it was just homesick and wanted to get back up to Nepal. and, and Through the match, you're saying. He's like, you know, I want to go home. I'm just you know, done. depending on where the haunted house it was, where this match took place, you know, it could have been too warm for the Yeti. So. Could have been True. too warm. Ghost yeah. probably prepped the, prepped the playing field a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> loosened up some boards. Picture Mickey Mouse going into that haunted house, and there it's full of you know, hundred different ghosts. And <laughs> oh yeah, those Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Ah, this place is scary. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. Yeti goes down. Kind of, kind of broke my heart. But yeah. he kind of got cousins in here, so he has to feel good for his cousin Bigfoot, who yeah. at least made it through to the next round. Right. Bigfoot's got that pressure now. Like, man, I got to perform for. So my now homeboy. Ghost's got to go up against Bigfoot uh, yes. in, in the in the coming rounds. So, so I mean, almost like the same, almost Showdown. the same creature two times in a row. You know, Ghost beats Yeti. We'll see if Ghost can beat Bigfoot next round. Yeah. So we'll see. Got a big white furry creature. And next, he has a big brown furry creature. So <laughs> yeah, one smells real bad. <laughs> Since the 18th century, Kraken have caused their slithery mischief off the coast of Norway and Greenland, terrorizing seafaring fishermen, merchants, and pirates. Today, the Kraken challenges Champ, the Lake Champlain monster, for sea superiority. There have been over 300 sightings of Champy over the years, and the creature is a tourism benefactor for the communities situated aside Lake Champlain in New York and Vermont. Well, as Pat aptly put it, in our final aquatic throwdown here, we got Kraken versus Champ. 
And I really feel like this is the classic situation. This reminds me of a quick, hey, a little true to life, little paranormal dads taking real life and applying it to this exact situation. It's almost perfect. Um, my mother-in-law took, we have a little dog. She's about the size of like a half of a loaf of bread. Her name is Cody. So there you go. So Cody is going for a walk with my mother-in-law. You guys know the story, do you already? I don't know. I don't know this, this happened like about a month ago, maybe two months ago. She's taking the dog for a walk. And with my youngest daughter, by the way. So I got, I got an 11-year-old girl with my, my mother-in-law, who's like almost 70, and our dog, tiny little dog. They go down our neighbor, four doors down, neighbor's house. And out of nowhere, from their garage, comes bounding a German shepherd. <laughs> and he literally clamps down on Cody. What? Picks her up. And does the like like shake on the dog, oh like the God. death oh shake God. on Cody. I didn't tell you guys. No. I did not hear this. Man, I'm sorry, guys. This is a, <laughs> hey, breaking the, does the death shake on Cody. My mother-in-law's freaking out. Gwen is like, ah. Oh, no. And so the dog, the German Shepherd, puts Cody down. Cody's like in this frozen like state of like, you know. Shock. She's like a taxidermy badger. Exactly. The oh, dog no. goes for a second round. Just like, oh, no, I'm going to give her the shake again. Goes down. And at that point, they had kind of like like hit the dog with sticks or got it to leave the uh, Cody alone. And then the neighbor comes up, what's going on here? And we're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And good news, Cody's fine. Uh, oh, she's shaking God. up. You should have started honey. with that, man. Obviously. <laughs> this took me on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> oh, my God. Cody's fine. Me and um, Andy are going to be like shaking the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cody's good. Uh, she had one mild puncture wound. We had it taken care of. The neighbor oh. took care of all the stuff for her. So well, everything was fine. Good. But my point is, what I was getting at was Cody is a – the breed of dog she is is a very docile, right. non-aggressive very type delicate, dog. Delicate puppy. dog. And it's a German shepherd, which we use as guard dogs. <laughs> and so the matchup with, this, with uh, Kraken versus Champ <laughs> reminds me very much of the visual of seeing a German shepherd go after my tiny little <laughs> – White little toy dog. Uh, and this match wasn't even close. No. no. Kraken just took one smack at champ. Just a kapow pow 93 to 7. Yeah. This, I think this was probably the biggest spread we had throughout uh, the yeah. entire competition. It was so massive. Far. By I mean, far. This, the Kraken didn't even play around. <laughs> he didn't come to play yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This was a first-round knockout, that's for sure. Yeah. You think Champ got too cocky after that win over Lizard Man? Well, I think Champ be. felt pretty good. He, he kind of, like, exactly. He swam yeah. in with a little bit of a swagger in his in his fins. And He's like, I'm Champ. It's Who's kind of like, me? I'm This champ. was kind of like Apollo Creed versus the Russian guy in Rocky Four. Exactly. And he's dancing around before the match starts. He's got the goofy hat yep. and living in America. James Brown singing out in the exactly. crowd. Exactly. That's Champ all day. The Russian comes in and just lays him out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Seven to ninety-three. Oh, wow. uh, we had one comment here, which was a, a gift by our good friend Aaron of the Kraken, doing to this <laughs> ship what he probably did to Champ. Actually, two ships. <laughs> it's picking up two ships. Well, oh, no, no, it's it, turning it's one, one ship <laughs> into two. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he did to Champ. <laughs> so the Kraken is through two wins in a row, and uh, the Kraken will be paired up with the winner of the Mothman versus Werewolf, which oh, is next. Which leads and us to the next what one. We'll cover next. As we creep closer to the end of Paranormal Power Slam 2019, we bring in two nocturnal ne'er-do-wells that'll knock your knees and give you nightmares. The otherworldly messenger of bad news, the Mothman. Versus the lycanthrope who removes all hope, the werewolf. 
So the final match in the second round, we've got a couple of middleweights here, Mothman and the Werewolf. I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a good matchup. And it was a good matchup. Yeah. We got 42% Mothman, 58% Werewolf. Um, I guess I'm not surprised Werewolf won this one. Yeah. But uh, this would be a very interesting match to watch. It would be. You know, put a movie together, Mothman oh. versus the Werewolf. Dude. That comes down, cool. scoops him up, comes, flies him up in the air. Werewolf is just slashing at him the whole time. I don't care. The werewolf is trying to keep things terrestrial, keep it down on the ground. Yep. And, and uh, Mothman's fluttering about. Um, it'd be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it'd be a good match. But Werewolf went through. Werewolf has you, been, and he you, hasn't really been challenged. I mean, you know, they've been t- close-ish, right? But, like, he's he's a powerhouse. Do you think he uh, was a stinker and, you know, <laughs> went over to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and just kicked over the <laughs> Mothman statue just for good measure just after to, after this victory? After he won, threw yeah. it into the river. <laughs> Took a selfie with it first. Walked and then over the statue, river. lifted his leg. And peed on it like a dog. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, yeah, that, that he would do a move like that—the werewolf. Yeah, he would. <laughs> kind of rubs it in your face at the end. It's like what? He looked like a fire hydrant. Eh? What? What? Yeah, right he. You guys ever see American Werewolf in London? Uh, is it Paris? Paris? Or is that a? That different? was a sequel. It was a sequel. Was a sequel. Oh, yeah. No, I never saw it. Yeah, this, this was like early eighties. Early eighties that that movie came out. Yeah, that is kind of his transformation is pretty creepy. Did you know that it was regarded as one of the most like in- intense, like graphic, yeah. transformation scenes? In I believe it. I was I was probably what uh, eleven or twelve when I saw it. Our neighbors had uh, one of the first VCRs. Actually, it was a, a laser disc. I think on Ooh. the block. And they had American Werewolf in London, and oh so I watched that, and I'm like, "Whoa!" It probably cost three thousand dollars back then. <laughs> it then probably it, did. That's a kind of a. It's like a horror comedy in a weird way, and so like for a kid that age, because I oh, saw yeah. it, because I think it was rated R. Yeah, it might have been. No, it's hard. It's a very hard. But R. yeah, it's it's uh, very graphic in his his like. His hands become paws, and they like stretch out, and yeah. you see it. The paws burst the, the out of hair his hands. growing out of his hands, and uh, like it, his it mouth. Creepy see, movie, and it's all physical effects because it's the '80s. There yeah. was no digital effects back then. Yeah. There was no. It was all puppetry and makeup. And, this is one I should go check out Amazon Prime or Netflix. I, I would imagine that movie's probably out there. You oh, I'm watch certain it again, of it. I'm with you. I saw it at a far too young age. I was probably not when it was new, but not too long. I was not. I was probably like eight or nine. This is where right. HBO is the portal into the <laughs> things. <laughs> Andy thumbs up. Yeah. And yeah, that to this day, that that transformation. I think he's in like a hostel. He's yeah, like an American you know, on tour. He's in like a hotel or like a little hostel area, and he just turns into this werewolf. And who boy? Yeah. Yeah, werewolves. Making their mark. All right, so this one, the werewolf does move on, and uh, he's going to be facing the Kraken. That should be an interesting throwdown. The Mothman did not prophesize this one. (laughs) (laughs) So we have four left. We're down to the semifinals, and and we haven't yet uh, thrown these out on Facebook yet for for people to vote on on him yet, but we will soon, and the first matchup is going to be Bigfoot versus the Ghost. Um, What are you guys projecting? What are you predicting? This is, the this is another one where, you know, I'm kind of pulling for Bigfoot, but I could see him having a problem getting past the ghosts. I mean, so this is where it's been like, it's they both have handled their competition fairly straightforward. Um, my gut says Bigfoot pulls through. 
I'm betting you Bigfoot pulls through on this one. Yeah, I'm thinking he will too. I think it'll be close. I'm not sure how. I mean, what is he? Was he gonna do? Get one of those traps from Egon, you know, or whatever from the ghost? <laughs> exactly. He's gonna suck the ghost. So I know Sasquatch is smart. He's gonna have to be really smart, in, you know, to take down the ghost. This I'm one. just picturing Bigfoot in a, a Ghostbusters uniform. That well, you're not awesome. far off. In the original <laughs> Ghostbusters, the very first Ghostbusters, there was an actual monkey, right? A gorilla yeah. on there. Right. Not monkey. I'm sorry. A great ape. Sorry, no one kill me. Yeah. Uh, a gorilla on their team. So I'm thinking that the original Ghostbusters saw this match happen, and they're like, hey, we're going to go hand, uh, give our fellow um, um, you know, ape man a, a, a helping hand here and give him some tech yeah. that might help him out. Bingo. Well, you know, the, the thing about ghosts is sometimes you can see them, sometimes you can't. So I can figure wherever this showdown takes place, you know, maybe Bigfoot steps in the proverbial ring. Looks around and goes, "Hey, was he too chicken to show?" And then the ghost shows up, pow! Right, you know, out. right in a kisser. Yes, exactly. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I'm excited to see how this shakes out. I think it's going to be, it's going to be close, though. Yes. I don't think it's going to be no. any more than sixty forty in either direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think there's going to be a, a ghost camp and a bigfoot camp, and they're going to have to go at each other. We'll see who comes out on top. I like that. And then in the other semifinal, it's going to be Kraken versus Werewolves. Ooh. Kraken's coming off an enormous win. Pretty so powerful. His ego's going to be high. His tentacles are going to be limber. Yep. Um, he'll have a nice rest period before this showdown takes place. And Werewolf, though, I'm kind of secretly hoping that in the final it's Bigfoot versus Werewolf. I mean, size-wise, yep. strength-wise, they're pretty comparable right. you know, yep. adversaries. Yeah. That's true. That's true, and they uh, both pretty much kind of dwell in the same, yeah, same areas. Their Although werewolf, a lot of the times you hear they they you know come into the city from time to time, but uh, not Bigfoot too, I guess for that matter, right? Depending on the yeah. city, right? Like, yeah, maybe Seattle, yeah, you know, or Portland, you know, near near large forested areas. But yeah, but, I mean, the Kraken and to counter the the Kraken has handled his competition kind of handily. I mean, there's yeah. not been a lot of con- so I, I, you know, yeah, he he has had not not a close match the whole way no, through. He's no, had, he's just sailed right through. So yeah. we'll see. Maybe he's got a secret camp that just thinks that you know he's go- he's going to walk away with it. Well, I think for the werewolf, it's going to be all about training and fitness and and dietary decisions because exactly. he's, most you know a lot of the werewolf sightings is in Wisconsin. Can he avoid cheese leading up to the big fight? Yeah. How is he going to put on a couple pounds? Everywhere you look, you know, is he going to be constipated? True. You, know, you got to factor these things in. Yeah. You can't have any dairy issues going into a match with, no. with a, a no. creature like Bigfoot and or a ghost. You know, whoever comes out of that match. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll throw those up on Facebook for people to vote on soon, and and we'll do a follow up episode uh, to talk about this and talk about the winners. The winners were. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, then we'll have the winners, and then at that point, we decide, you know, who the final match is. Correct? Is that how we're doing this? Yeah. I don't know. I think we. I oh think no, no, no. I yeah, think we're no, going to we, vote it all yeah, the way through. Vote because, it all the way I mean, through. I, I I think that'd be kind of a. A chump move to do. That would be a chump we've, move. We've had a lot of people reaching out to us about this and and uh, no, playing point. along. I, th- I think we gotta. Yep. We gotta let the public come up with the winner. The paranormal yeah. public. But the three of us will be on there voting just like all of you. We will yep. be. You know, so every vote counts. Get out there and vote. Do your do your duty. And uh, I'm I'm excited. This was fun. Oh, no matter who the winner fun. is, it was fun, and we'll have to. We'll have to do this again sometime, maybe with haunted locations or something like that. Ooh, locales. Have people vote on what the best haunted locations are. But you can do go. a lot with that. You know, you Area 51, Loch Ness. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Pacific Northwest, Stonehenge, haunted houses, some desert, lo- some desert locales that are like known for portals and yeah. Antarctica, Ooh. Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> yeah, that might win. That might win the whole thing. <laughs> See, so much more to go with this. But this is good. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of good uh, monsters here. We we initially thought about making the pool thirty-two. Oh, but you know, then you get yeah. into the then you're really reaching and yeah. you might pull you're out really some, digging deep some monsters people might not have heard of. But, yeah. Uh, the Babadook versus <laughs> the, the Mongolian death worm, which is actually, which is actually a, a, allegedly a real thing. Really? There yeah. you go. Didn't make the cut. Yeah. There's preliminary qualification rounds. Yeah. Exactly. Mongolian death worm. Tasmanian make, tiger. Tasmanian tiger. Yeah. Exactly. You got to got to know when to make your list be <laughs> done. Yeah. Well, this was fun. So stay tuned for part two of this show. And uh, as always, uh, feel free to contact us if you have uh, suggestions or questions and. You can get, get a hold of us through Gmail, uh, paranormaldads at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on uh, Instagram. Instagram. And uh, as always, big thanks to freesound.org for providing some of the music and sound effects that went along with this episode. And uh, gosh, this is fun, guys. Yeah, Super fun. If you're hankering for a Paranormal Dads t shirt or heck, it's summertime now, tank tops. If you would like one, Andy's rocking his right now. I just sold two sweatshirts. And Pat sold two of them. <laughs> uh, if you'd like yours, please message us on our uh, Facebook page. Let us know what size and style you'd like. And uh, we'll be more than happy to uh, uh, let you know how much that costs and get it to you. That's okay. We can, we can pause it. Pat's at work right now. Pat's working because he's on call. Professional Pat. Let's not. Do you think he's going to tell him about Mothman? I bet you he doesn't mention Mothman one bit. But I bet you he does mention Loch Ness. He's logging in right now. Do you think his password is Sasquatch? Password is Squatchy Paranormal Dads rules forever. With a Z. With a Z. <laughs> I feel like we're golf commentators right now. And then he's like, "Today, we're going to learn how to make plutonium out of regular household objects." Can we watch that together sometime? Yeah, we need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs>